listening to MLG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG channel where we'll help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about uh, meditations on peace. And why I say meditations on peace is because that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be meditating and teaching on peace. And I believe this is going to bless uh, someone out there because uh, we're in a period where there's lots of unrest, uncertainty. Um, people are losing their jobs, things are happening, people don't know where um, is the next provision going to come from, you know, and then the other things that are making people anxious and, you know, when will this end, this COVID end, when will all these things happen, when will school reopen, when will I graduate, you know, there's lots of things just happening, the uncertainties, and so um, these things are causing people to be troubled, and of course, when you are troubled, you cannot be at peace, right? You can't be at peace, so um, there's just this meditation I was just uh, doing. I was just thinking on, on some verses. And so I want to share those verses with you. And by God's grace, when you realize what those verses are saying, it should be able to help you so much more. And by all means, as I say, everything I teach here, one listening to it once won't solve the issue. Listen to it continuously till it becomes a part of you so you see that as part of your lifestyle that's what will help you not once so don't look at these things as a quick fix i listen to you once yay and i get it okay fine so all my problems are solved that's not how these things work even if you know how to obey god's word 100 or do god's 100 you will still have problems in this life and that's just the truth it is a continuous going back to the word that keeps you or assures you okay so Right off the bat, we're just going to hit Isaiah 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So notice it says, You will keep. Who is that? The Lord will keep. It says, You will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So in other words, the Lord is a keeper. The Lord has the ability to keep, right? Uh-huh. If I will see uh, Paul say, um, that I know he's able to keep that which you know I've committed to him unto that day. So the Lord is a keeper. The Lord is the one who keeps and he keeps very, very well. It says you will keep or place, right, in perfect peace. That word also to keep is also to guard. It's a word in the Hebrew, not sir. It also means to guard, to watch over. So in other words, I will watch over the peace or I will keep and watch over, you know, this person or this person's peace who his mind is stayed on me so god is saying here that he is the one who keeps he is the one who watches it is not you who watches it is him so he's saying that there's a responsibility that he will take upon himself you understand to keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him now notice he says i'll keep you in perfect peace now, the two words perfect peace actually is the same word in the, in the Hebrew. I found that out when I was studying it, that perf, him imperfect and peace are actually the same word. It's actually shalom, shalom. You understand? Shalom, 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 shalom. Meaning peace, 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 peace. So what's he saying? He's emphasizing that this peace I will keep you in is not the normal kind of peace that you have. He says, I will keep you. I, the Lord, who is talking? The Lord. Who is the Lord? The Lord is God, Yahweh, Jehovah, the one who 
you know, is infinite, the one who does the impossible, so that I, the Lord, will keep you in what? Perfect peace. Perfect peace there is, that shalom, shalom means that the peace is emphasized. In other words, it's not your peace. It's not the kind of peace that you have, like the world. Is this peace is perfect. Shalom, shalom. You know, perfect peace. You know, peace, peace. <laughs> you understand? Complete peace. Perfect peace. Peace that is has no comma, has no K-leg. Peace that is unaffected. If you think about it in the world, how, if you talk about peace, how or what's the longest amount of time you've actually been peaceful or been at peace? You know, when we talk about peace, we're talking about tranquility. We're talking about this stillness, calmness. You know, that is you're just peace. You're not in conflict. You're not afraid. You're not worrying. You're just in you're just peace. You know, there's just peace in your heart. How long has your peace lasted? And the answer I will probably get from you is okay, maybe minutes, hours, days. But the point is that it never lasts. It always fluctuates. It always, um, you know, is unstable. It's unstable because of the source of where it comes from. So I'll keep in perfect peace. Now, what kind of peace is that? He says, you know, you know, he says, I'll keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusted him. So in other words, he's saying your mind, if your mind is stayed on him, I'll keep you in that peace. He said, not just normal peace, imperfect peace. Now, man is imperfect, so man cannot have perfect peace. In other words, the perfect peace has to come from the one who says, I will keep. The one who is our keep is Jehovah, the Lord who is perfect. So in other words, perfect peace belongs to the Lord. So the Lord is the one who has that peace and perfection of peace that you need. So you, the problem or, or issue with man is that man is seeking his own peace. Man is looking for his own peace. Man's peace is circumstantial. Man's peace is the result of circumstances. And that's why that peace is not perfect. Because man's peace will always be subject to what has happened or what has not happened. If a bad thing happens, you cannot be at peace. You know, even if a good thing happens, you, there's even a worry that will this last. And so the peace is not perfect. The peace is corrupted. Man's peace is always at a place where he's not sure. He's not certain. So even when he has that peace, his heart is still beating very fast, fast that he can lose this peace. You understand? He can lose this peace. Oh, I have gotten this new job. Ah, thank you. But that that new job comes with demands. Okay, uh, I and I have to. You know, have you ever had experience that where you've you've hit something you wanted so bad? You've gotten into university. You've gotten a job. You've gotten what you wanted, but you now realize that this thing needs to be sustained right this peace i now have or in quote this temporary peace has to be sustained with on the, with the backload of worry you know a backlog of worry i still have to worry think about okay i hope my boss doesn't fire me i hope this, okay i got a salary raise but still i hope i do everything all right i know that there's still so much that goes into it so in the end you realize that the world is actually in not in a place to give you peace at all not to talk about perfect peace right so that's why you now see jesus in john chapter 14 verse 27 says peace i live with you my peace i give you notice it says what my peace it says the peace i live with you talking about the holy spirit because the verse before you actually spoke about the comforter he says peace i live with you in other words the comforter is peace you see that so that means the lord is peace because the comforter is the holy ghost and the holy ghost is the lord so that means the lord is peace so when it says <laughs> in the other text, I, I will keep him in perfect peace he says i will keep him in myself in my peace are you seeing that that peace is from me so he says Jesus just says, you know, peace I live with you, my peace I give you. My peace I give you. Not your own peace. Your peace is worthless. Your peace can never keep you tranquil. Your peace can never keep you settled. Your peace is restless. The peace of the world is circumstantial. Say, peace I give you, not as the world gives. Are you seeing that? In other words, what does the world do? The world tries to give you a certain kind of peace. But that peace always is messed up. That peace always has issues. So you see, here you are, or there you are, 
you understand, trying to find peace in the world. And look at, think about it, think of the religions of the world. You know, think we have yoga, we have yoga meditation, we have different things, we have Buddhism, we have all these things promising man peace when the Bible clearly tells us that there is nothing like that in the world. There is, even if it comes, it's very, very temporal. You can never ever find peace in the world. You will keep on looking for it in things, in because it is circumstantial. In other words, what I, what does man try to do to get that peace? He tries to arrange his circumstances. He tries to make things work out. He tries to make things you know, good. But then life is unpredictable. And because life is unpredictable, that peace is unpredictable. It can never, even if it comes, it doesn't stay for long. It comes and goes, it comes and goes. Anyone that is telling you, oh, you can have peace, is a liar. You can't have peace with the world or at least sustain peace. That peace will always be messed up. That peace will always be jagged. And so are you there being troubled? You understand? Being very, very troubled, asking questions. And, oh, you know, I need peace. Sometimes some people, I, I'm even having my heart. As a person here, you can't even sleep. You understand? You're so restless on the inside and you can't sleep. You're having trouble sleeping. And many people that can relate to that, having trouble sleeping, your mind is troubled. You understand? Because see what Jesus says. He says, not as the world gives you, give eye unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So, how does the world give you peace? It gives you peace packaged with what? Trouble and fear. So, you it's a mixture. It's never pure. Do you understand? It's never pure. It's imperfect. It's very fickle, fragile, fleeting. It doesn't stay. That is what the world can offer you. The world can only offer you that fragility. It can only offer you that instability of temporary happiness or peace. Because if you think about peace, you think about happiness also. You understand that state of just being happy, of being peaceful. You know, you're not in conflict or war. You understand. But here he's telling you that. He said, let your heart not be troubled. Let neither be afraid. In other words, your heart, where, where would that peace be found? That peace will actually be found in your heart. You understand and hearts here will be talking more about your thoughts and or your feelings so you know peace can be peace actually is a thought and a feeling in other words peace is actually a result of meditation on something that brings a feeling are you seeing that so he's telling you that let not your heart be troubled so in other words where does the peace uh, that the world give go to it goes to your heart it goes to your thoughts what troubles your heart what troubles you is the circumstances around you. You considering the things around you, and that is what troubles your heart. The instability it comes from the fear. Will this thing last? What will I do? There's worry. There's problems, issues around, and so you're always thinking about those things. And so because you're always thinking about this thing, you're wondering what will I do? How will I go about this? You understand? Will this last? And all those things. I'm afraid. I've been hurt before. So these things compound to trouble your heart. And as long as your heart is troubled, there can be no peace. So the world itself is like is trying to, you know, if, if you try to get peace from the world, you are always going to be looking at how to improve your circumstances, how to move to be a, to a better house, how to get a better job, how to get a better car, how to marry marry a better person. You understand? You're always going to look at changing things around you, but not inside. Because there's nothing to change on the inside if it's about the peace the world gives. The peace of the world is only from the outside. So you're always looking at what can I change on the outside? What can I do better? What can I do right? But the Lord is saying that that is not how you go about it. So when we go back to Isaiah 26 verse 3, it says, I will keep you in perfect peace. In other words, he's saying that don't, that the, that you, the, first of all, the first thing to realize is that the peace cannot be found in the world. The peace can only be found in the Lord, right? And then Jesus, what did he say that peace? He said, peace, I leave you. 
what is our peace the verse before in first john in john 14 verse 26 says but the comforter which is the holy ghost right you see that he is the one that he's talking about so that comforter so the peace is in the comforter in the spirit so you must realize the peace i am looking for is not outside the peace i'm looking for is inside where is the peace the peace is in the spirit where is the spirit the bible says the lord is that spirit right where the spirit of lord is the liberty now tells you that we have you know we have not received the spirit of bondage again to favor we have received the spirit of god i'm just paraphrasing there you understand that whereby we cry or the spirit of adoption, whatever we cry, our Father, we have received the Spirit of God. Are you seeing that? Uh-huh. So we have, you know, the Spirit. The Spirit of God is in us. Um, first, uh, what was that text? Uh, I can't remember. First Corinthians 6, 6 17 um, tells that he who is joined to the Lord is one Spirit. So, in other words, where is the Spirit? The Spirit is in us. What, what does the Spirit do? The Spirit joins us to Him. So we are joined to the Lord by one Spirit. In other words, that means that the, the peace of the spirit is now our peace, right? Uh-huh. So that's why another text actually says that he is our peace. Why? Because he's in us and we are joined to him. So what belongs to him belongs to us. Romans 8 tells us that we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. So in other words, you are joined to the Lord. What belongs to Christ belongs to you. What belongs to the spirit belongs to you. So the peace of the spirit is inside you. So the peace you need is not outside. The peace of the spirit is inside. Remember that the peace of the spirit is the opposite of the world's peace. That peace is what? Perfect peace 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 shalom shalom you know that means tranquil peace perfect peace peace that lasts why does the peace last because the peace is attached to the person the peace is like the person that, that gives it which is that both of them are eternal that peace is eternal that peace lasts that peace does not shake that peace does not change the peace lasts it's perfect it's wholesome you know there is no defect to it in other words, it tells you that the peace you, are, you need is not the peace that is circumstantial. It means that you can be in circumstances all around you and have peace. You can be in issues around and have peace. You can have problems and have peace. In other words, my peace is not dependent on the outside or what is going on around me. My peace is dependent on the inside. It is dependent on the shalom. You understand? It's, it's the shalom, shalom is, is, is dependent on the person on the inside. Where is that person? He's on the inside. Inside me. So where do I look for peace? I look inside. I don't look outside for peace. I look inside for the peace. Who gives the peace? The Lord. Where is the peace? On my inside. How do I get the peace? I am joined to the Lord. I am one spirit. So the first thing is to realize that you are one spirit with the Lord. Both of you share the same peace. His peace he gives to you. How did he give to you? By giving up the spirit. When the spirit came into you, he gave you peace. Are you seeing that? <laughs> so when we say he is our peace, you understand that he is my peace. The Lord is my peace. <laughs> yes. So you are seeing that he is telling you that on the inside of you right now, you actually have peace. But you are looking for the peace outside. But he says, no, the peace is inside. And as long as the peace is inside, it means it doesn't go. As long as the spirit is in you, the Bible says that the spirit that you know that is giving you will abide in you forever. So that peace is forever. It is eternal, it lasts forever. You will carry it for eternity. The peace is inside you right now. But then you can live your life as if you have no peace. You can live your life on the crumbs of world peace on the world's peace are you see so when the world even talks about world peace you know the, the world has, doesn't have the wisdom of god because the peace of god is also hinged on the wisdom of god the world cannot have that peace that it talks about because the world by itself is fragile it's imperfect you understand it is fickle it's ridden with sin but god is perfect god is holy god is righteous and god is wisdom himself so therefore he is the only one that can keep you in perfect peace now notice he says he says I, that will keep him in perfect peace or keep in perfect peace, right? In this peace, in this shalom, whose mind is stayed on thee? Remember we asked, we said that where does, where is peace found? 
peace you know is found in the mind now i want you to notice something in our spirits we actually have that peace but where is the peace needed the peace is needed in the mind where is the peace found it's in the spirit where is the peace needed in the mind so now what is he saying so that will keep in perfect peace whose what mind is stayed on him whose what mind is stayed on him so what do i do to partake of the peace of my inside i have to align my mind to that peace how do i align my mind to that peace whose mind is stayed on him so in other words he's saying that when my mind is focused on you lord then you will give me peace what does that mean when my mind is you know thinks upon you because to stay on you is to focus to think on you to meditate on you to ponder on you then what happens the peace on my inside is released how do i actually you know do that well you have to realize that the word and his the, the lord and his word are one right um john chapter one tells you in the beginning was the word the word was god the word was god right the same was at the beginning right so he is the word now that word actually there is the word logos it just means the reason the logic you understand you know, that was the mindset behind god but so he is the word he is his word do you understand he is in other words his word is his thoughts right his word is his thoughts his word is his thoughts if you study the word you are looking at his thoughts right for example this this one i'm reading in in isaiah 26 verse 3 it says he's telling you say i will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you on me you understand in other words he's telling you say look i will keep you in perfect peace so question how do i put you know put my mind on him my mind is you have to realize what the composition of your mind is your mind is a composition of thoughts thoughts is how your mind works thoughts is what, what is the fabric of your mind thinking in other words what is god saying god's saying that if you think about me if you stay on me stay on thoughts of me stay on thoughts of my peace and what i have given you then you will see the result then that peace that is in your spirit will not just be in your spirit then that peace will actually have a calming effect on your mind and will calm your mind down and keep your mind calm are you seeing that so in other words what is he saying he's saying that my thoughts should you know or, or the thoughts that dominate my mind should be about you, right? Uh-huh. And that text actually tells us that let's, it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you. So the words of my mouth and the word meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you. What's he saying? He's saying, look, that the words in my mouth, right, because is which is a result of what is in my heart, should be acceptable. What is acceptable unto God? You know, is his word. Are you seeing that? You know, it should it should be his word, right? Because he says, "I'll keep in perfect whose mind is stayed on me." So, what is acceptable to God? The one whose mind is stayed on Him. You understand? So, the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart should be what the word of God. So, how do I put the word of God in my heart and in my mouth? I was what meditate on it right i will meditate i will stay on the word i will read the word i will study the word but i won't just read and study the word i will meditate in other words i will think on the word consistently and continually i will focus on the word i will focus on it and as i focus on it you know then i will now begin to realize oh you know because it's actually a realization i'll begin to realize wow okay he will actually keep me in perfect peace he 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 him 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 it's not about me that means it's his peace i need i don't need world's peace you understand he will keep me in perfect peace he him just the same way i've been focusing on this text and you know this is how many minutes now we're just on these one or two or three texts and we're just on it that is how god wants you to focus on text because the more you think about it the more you ponder on this text the more you meditate on them what happens your mind begins to open up you begin to realize oh i actually have this peace oh i have peace in other words it's not something i'll have tomorrow i have it right now in other words i am peaceful 
oh wow so it means that if I like my house be burning down i may be going through tough times or rough times or rough periods but i have peace right now you know the more you think and ponder on it and think and think and think about it and ponder and meditate you know what happens the confidence begins to grow the realization begins to grow the, the, the you know the thoughts begin to grow it begins to swell up in your mind you begin to realize you you get you start to believe it more and more and more and more and it gets to a point where you're just so sure oh yes i actually have it i have this peace i have it you get excited about that i have this peace and what happens is that when you're like that you now realize that every time trouble comes what do you do you fix your mind on the word you fix your mind on the word in other words you must live a lifestyle where your mind is fixated on god's word and to do that you have to remove your mind from social media sometimes remove your mind from movies and things that distract and you have to focus on it now your mind is designed to focus on one thing at a time you understand your god is not the word of god and multitasking don't go hand in hand you have to sit down on god's word and think upon it as you are going around you know you have to think upon the word are you seeing that because the bible actually talks about meditation on the word day and night day and night so you should actually on the word so how does he keep you in perfect peace he keeps you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him so it's whose responsibility is to you know is to put the mind on god you it is your responsibility to, to stay on the lord it is your responsibility to put your mind on him to put your mind on the word because the lord and his word are one you put your mind on the word that is how you put your mind on him so whose responsibility is to keep in perfect peace it is his responsibility but through you in other words it is your responsibility that keeps up perfect because he has already given you the spirit so by you staying on him what happens peace floods your heart are you seeing that peace floods your heart peace floods your heart just realize you are peaceful just realize no matter what's going on around me i have peace i'm settled i'm happy you you guys see that god designed in such a way that your joy can never come from the outside your joy always comes from the inside from the lord himself are you seeing that so you say i'll keep perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon me because he trusts in thee are you seeing that so what is when i stay on the word when i put my mind on the word when i listen or i look at what the word says oh he gives me peace not like the world but he, he gave me peace when he gave me the spirit what am i doing i'm trusting in him so what is the opposite of trusting in god it is not to put your mind on the word so a person who puts his mind on other things his or her mind on other things on tv on news and all these things and is expecting peace from there is someone who does not trust god you trust the world more you know and you think that the world will give you peace that is why you're not putting your mind on god's word and think about it when you go through issues what is your default setting what's the default thing that comes to your mind to do when you are sick you're feeling sick in your body when something happens what is your default that default thing tells you what you trust in are you seeing that are you quick to to lay hands on yourself when you're feeling sick and say, in the name of Jesus, i rebuke this sickness and then you begin to speak faith over yourself are you quick to do that and stand by faith if you're quick to do that that means you have been you you've been staying on god's word you now believe god's word and that means you trust in the lord but then when you don't you understand when you don't do that and i mean uh you feel sick and everything the first thing is drugs malaria hey i'm sick oh, this one that one call your mom call your dad ah, i think i should go to where's my hospital card you are just telling us where your trust is your trust is not on the lord and this is not to you know spite anybody what is the truth 
their trust is not on the Lord. In other words, the believer should build his capacity to the point where his trust is on the Lord. And how do you do that? By your mind focused on the Word. So you must have a regular devotion life. You must have a regular Bible study life. You must have a regular meditation life where your thoughts, the thoughts of God are always in your mind. They're always in your head consistently. That is how we know you trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord is not just, oh Lord, I trust you. Many believers say they trust God, but they don't have time. They don't spend time, not have time. Everyone has time. They don't spend time to meditate on the Word of God. They don't spend time to pray. They don't spend time to focus on the Lord. And because of that, they do not experience the peace the peace that comes with the Lord. Are you seeing this? Now, let me say this. It's the same thing. This this text can be applied to many different scenarios. We're talking about peace, Abi. Now, when you are down and out, you are depressed, you are feeling depressed. What is that? That's a lack of peace also because you are in worry. You are in this down state of mind and everything. And in fact, I was actually, um, I was studying the, um, you know, the word depressed in the dictionary. And what I found was quite depressing. I'm telling you, like, um, it was um or okay i was studying the uh, depression and it was it was it was quite disturbing because it was like um um what was that this is what i kept on seeing you know okay there's what feelings of severe despondency and i was like what is this despondency and so i i now look and saw it i saw that in the words for despondency which is disheartenment discouragement you know downheartedness low spirits hopelessness despair wretchedness melancholy gloom are you seeing that you know that 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 those are the words sorrow sadness grief unhappiness you know defeatism that's feeling defeated and everything hopelessness and these are actually you know the the feelings notice that they're all feelings right feelings come from thoughts so notice that he's saying that the feeling of peace right comes from the way you think as long as you focus on the on on the way the world is and everything, as long as your thoughts are focused, you meditate on the way the world is. You always meditate on bad news and looking at things around you, looking at the bad things around you. What happens is that that will trigger bad emotions. You understand? You get, and that is bad for you. It triggers bad emotions. You always be down. You always be depressed. You always be defeated. You always be disheartened. You always be in despair, you'll be in gloom, you'll be sorrowful, you'll be unhappy because your mind is on those things. But he's saying, look, I will keep you in perfect peace. If only you can stay your mind on me. Because the word of God, you know, if, if you look at the opposite of this in Philippians, he said, whatever things are of good reports, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are hopeful. Are you seeing that? Whatever things are, are you know, let me even, let's, let's, let's see if we can go to it. You know, um, it says, if there'll be any virtue, he says, think on these things. Let's see. Uh, so things of good report. If there be any virtue, um, just think on these things. Okay, Philippians chapter four, verse eight says, "Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are what or true, right? True, not lies. Don't focus on lies of the enemy. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, right? Oh, that that's righteous." Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. That, that word think on, and that text will actually tell you, it means to meditate on these things. In other words, focus on these things. So why, why do you lack peace? Because you are focusing on things outside the world. You are focusing on the world. You are focusing on what's going on around you. Coronavirus, this one, that one, school, money, all of you are focusing on the issue. I wish those issues are not there. They are there, but then the way to fight the battle is not to focus on the issue. The way to fight the battle is to focus on the Lord. Because it's in when your mind is kept in perfect peace, when your mind is stable in God, when your mind is focused on God, that is actually where solutions can come. That's why where voice 
God's voice can be clear. That is where direction can come. But when you are focused on the world, you will just lack peace. You understand? Your emotions will be troubled. Are you seeing that? So he said, let not your heart be troubled. How is your heart troubled? Your heart is troubled when you allow thoughts to invade your mind that trigger bad emotions. But when your thoughts are focused on the word of God and stayed on the truth of God's word, then what does it do? It triggers the right kind of emotions. The peace of God that is perfect floods your heart. And that is what God wants for you. So if you are depressed, you know, I want to tell you that there's a way out. If you are sad, there's a way out. No matter what kind of feeling you are experiencing, bad feelings or bad emotions, there's a way out. And that way out is what I've been teaching. God doesn't want you to stay in those bad emotions and play and, and blame everything and say there's no way out. It's a lie. There's a way out. And that is what? To trust in the Lord. How? He says what? <laughs> How do you trust in the Lord? He says your mind should be what stayed on him, which is to stay on the word. You stay on the Lord. You focus on him. Focus on what he has said about you. Focus on what he has, he has, he thinks about you. That way, what happens is that your mind, eventually, the more you stay, it's not, it's not a one-off thing. It's something that you will do consistently until, do you understand? Until you believe what his word says about you. Until. And then what happens is that that light will flood your heart. Your heart you believe it and then you begin to live it. Amen? Now, what I have just thought, you know, is actually um, a how I put it is like taking a chunk out of another topic, which is called meditation, which I will not teach on this podcast because I've taught it already, and um, I taught it in a separate on a separate platform. If you want to get it, go on Telegram and um, go to Pastor SN Talks. Just go on Telegram on the search uh, panel, click search, and then go type Pastor SN Talks, right, and then. There are two teachings that I recommend for you to listen to. One is called Hearers or Doers, the effect of God's word, you know, or yeah, on on yeah, I think on the mind or something like that. And then the second one is how to meditate on God's word. You may have a different name by the time you see it, but it's, it's about meditation. Those two, you should go and listen to them. They will really help you to learn how much because the meditation is more detailed than what I just explained. It's much more detailed. And it will also talk about the benefits of meditation and all those things. So you definitely want to go for that. And it will be awesome. You get God, in Christianity, you can actually have results. God wants to give you results. You understand? He doesn't want to see you sick or, or down or out or all those things. Okay? Alright, guys. That's it for today's episode. Don't forget we're praying every single day on Mixlr 6am and 6pm. Get the Mixlr app. MXLR is the name of the app. Get it on the Play Store or the App Store. Download it and then search Young Ecclesia Nation on it. Follow Young Ecclesia Nation and then the next thing you should do is log in 6am and 6pm and you'll catch us praying for 30 minutes. Come and join us and grow your spiritual life, okay? Alright, guys. Have a wonderful day. That's all for today. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.sen, pst.essien. See you there.